0: From the capital city, I'm Jordan Lewis. Brian Hulse is the executive director of the Juneau Economic Development Council and helped with the 13th annual innovation summit that took place over the last two days. Each year, they have a different theme. It was a wonderful
1: opportunity to bring together Alaskans to talk about building the capacity to innovate. And in this year specifically, we focused around, focused on purpose. And purpose and business strategy. Uh, we had a great turnout, a diverse group of people from around Alaska. We had a wonderful location here in Alaska Southeast. It was a success.
0: One of the larger topics incorporated into the discussion was the talk of carbon credits.
1: And we looked at purpose but we also spent a couple hours talking about carbon credit utilization and storage and that is a an opportunity that a couple years ago, not a lot of Alaskans were talking about. Uh, right now, it's an, a topic that there's a lot of attention on. And so we wanted to make sure that we understood the opportunities. Could be an innovation for the state of Alaska. There's clearly some already some experience, but it looks like there are some opportunities. So we're trying to get our heads around how big is that opportunity, and where are the opportunities for Alaskan companies and for Alaskans. Hulse gave news with some highlights of this year. We started off with a traditional dance. We had students from the Juneau Alaska Music Matters share three new songs that have been developed in the last few years, Tlingit songs, and they did a welcome ceremony in and out. And I think had a wonderful impact on the community. We always celebrate the arts at the Innovation Summit. We also had the opportunity to watch some carving being done here on campus as well. Within the more traditional elements of the summit, we have an opportunity for keynote presentations, leaders from outside of Alaska and in Alaska, talking about
0: our theme around purpose. Now, Kielbaum is the managing director of FSG and was a guest speaker on both days of the event. I was very impressed with the summit, and I think something that really stuck out to me is that there is a lot of energy and a lot of potential for purpose-driven business in Alaska. A lot of examples of organizations and companies that are already purpose-driven and solve some pretty big social and environmental problems with really cool, innovative ways. So I'm excited to see where that goes and how we can bring it elsewhere. The Juno Arts and Humanities Council Gallery Manager Rochelle Boname spoke with News in the North about artist applications for their upcoming gallery season which will be from October this year through September of 2024.
2: An interested artist, individual group or organization would basically head to our website where we have posted all of our guidelines for putting an application in. And you would apply online. And what we're looking for are exhibit proposals that feature original artwork that's created in the last three years. And not previously exhibited in Alaska. We accept all mediums, so it can be drawing, painting, printmaking, sculpture, ceramics, mixed media, pretty much anything you can think of would be eligible.
0: She says it's up to the artists to decide what their theme is. Any experience level can apply.
2: So our program, we support both established and emerging artists showcasing new works, but we also represent the like the broadest spectrum of media. So we accept artists who are, it's their first time that they've ever showed. And we also accept um, artists who are professional, who have had multiple shows or groups of people.
0: Bonet also gave more details on how to apply.
2: Applications are being accepted now through May 15th by 11.59 p.m. Alaska time. So you have two months to put something together and get an application in. When you go to submit your application, the materials that will be um, required for that include the following contact information, artist statement and bio, an artist resume, the exhibit proposal, which is basically just a description of what you plan to exhibit, and then five high quality images of your work with descriptions. And if you have any interest in offering an educational component, which would be uh, like a workshop or a lecture or a demonstration application fee of $40.
0: If selected, artists could select their preference for which months their art will be displayed. They would participate in the first Friday event, and their exhibit would be displayed for the entire month. Coming up next on News of the North, Kristen Strum, Eaglecrest's marketing manager, joined Capital Chat earlier this week as Eaglecrest's closing day is on. Following the approval of the Willow Project by the Biden administration, Senator Lisa Murkowski spoke on the Senate floor to mark the decision, and St. Patrick's Day is going to be a big deal to a lot of Americans. All that next on News of the North with Jazz Garrett.
3: You're listening to News of the North. Kristen Strum, Eagle Crest's marketing manager, joined Capital Chat this week. Eagle Crest's closing day is April 9th, packed with snow and events. Here's what's coming up before
4: closing. Got another uh, beacon scramble coming up the weekend of the 25th and 26th of March, basically where the Coastal Avalanche Center will come and hide like five or six beacons around the mountain and people can go and they go out with their beacons and try to find them and they unscramble a word. It's like a password and they send it in. And then that same weekend, we also have the Juno Skimo uphill race, which has been previously dubbed as the Powder Keg Cup. But it's basically this uphill race. We'll go up Log Jam. And up Raven, up to the top of the ridge, and all the way over to Black Bear and back down. So it's a new route, it's new fun, same kind of event, but that's coming up 25th of March as well. Strum explains what's going on closing
3: weekend.
4: Then we have the big end of season party, it's going to be both April 8th and 9th, closing weekend. April 9th is Easter, so we'll be having some sort of Easter event, an egg hunt, something for the kids. Uh, So that'll be great. And then April 8th will be kind of more of the traditional end-of-season party. And here's what's included in the end-of-season party. So we'll have um, a DJ, we'll have barbecue, hopefully a beer garden, and we will have one event that's come back after multiple years of being off. We can't say yet what it's going to be, but that announcement will be coming soon if you all stay up to date with Ski Eagle Crest.
3: She gives a general season review.
4: Everybody can attest it's been kind of a season where we've seen every type of condition. Sun, snow, rain, in between, hard pack, lots of powder days. Uh, we had those those streaks come back in February where we just had you know a couple inches every day, and that was awesome. And then we just had a week of straight sun, which was great. And now we're back to the snow, clearly. It's just been kind of a roller coaster, but it's been a great season, lots of events.
3: Their current snowfall total is around 360 inches for this year. They had a record-breaking February with 22 days straight of snow. Following the approval of the Willow Project by the Biden administration, Senator Lisa Murkowski spoke on the Senate floor to mark the decision. She talked on
5: how many jobs the project will bring to the state. From a jobs perspective, this is going to be about 2,500 jobs to a state that desperately needs that. This will be revenue and income to a state that desperately needs that. Our economy is is still suffering in a post-pandemic world. Our, our economy is still challenged in many, many ways. We're seeing a net out migration unlike any state in the country.
3: Markowski also spoke on how many people came together to
5: support the project. It was a pretty incredible effort that came together to advance the cause of this this was not one oil company that is standing off in the corner saying we want to be allowed to to proceed here it was an extraordinary coalition of of alaska native leaders and and individuals it was an extraordinary coalition of labor leaders not only in the state 100 percent of the labor unions in alaska support advancing willow
3: St. Patrick's Day is going to be a big deal to a lot of Americans. ABC's Daria Albinger explains why. Maybe you'll
2: sip a green beer. Or maybe green's just your color and you want to buy something to mark the holiday. We're going to spend more on this St. Patrick's Day than we did last year. The National Retail Federation says 61% of consumers will celebrate the wearing of the green, up from 54% last year. Men will spend an average of $48.71. Women, $39.15. Spending more in every category except for one. And that would be beverages. Sláinte Daria the Alban- ABC News.
3: Never miss a story or a newscast at KINYradio.com. Now you're up to date. I'm Jazz Garrett for News of the North.